Topecon, hello, peeps. This is Mr. Fretz, and welcome to episode 20 of Fretz's Fave 5, right here on the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon page, as well as my personal podcasting page at anchor.fm slash fretzelmania, F-R-E-T-Z-L-E mania. And this is also an Ambiguous Podcasting Solutions production. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the legendary JF. And today, for this monumental 20th Fave 5, I decided to ask for a little help. I took to the click, by which I mean the Patreon chat. So there's technically more than five things here. Uh, there's probably more like 10 or 20. But, you know, I decided to have a little bit of fun with this. So today on Fretz's Fave 5, I have mine and some other people's favorite five wrestlers in film and TV. Now this is, whether it was a guest spot or a starring role or something on a movie, a sitcom, uh, or a side gag on, on a cartoon. So without any further ado, and in no particular order, number one here is from my good brother from across the pond and fellow Chiefs fan, Jermaine, who has The Rock in the HBO series Ballers. Now, this isn't a series I'm familiar with. I actually have not watched it. And after looking at the trailer and looking at the synopsis, I thought, you know what? This might be worth a shot. So if I see this on like Netflix or something, uh, I might give it a go. You know, I'm in the midst of watching uh, The Last Dance. Uh, shut up. I'm getting to it. I'm, I'm getting near the end. I'm a busy guy. <laughs> so we have Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Spencer Strasmore, who is a retired NFL player navigating through his new career choice of a financial manager of other NFL players. And, you know, I've I've seen trailers, I've seen little clips from it, and I cannot really speak to, to much of this show, Jermaine. I am very sorry. But, hey, you know what? Somewhere down the line, I think I'm... I'm going to see what this is like, right? So you have... A, it's a football show. And, you know, kind of like along the lines of maybe Friday Night Lights. Uh, so why not? I think that's a very good choice. Uh, piggybacking off of The Rock here, I have a good brother co-host of the Game Changer podcast, Nate, who said he picks The Rock's appearance on Scorpion King. Now, I believe this was The Rock's first starring role. Uh, as the lead in a movie, uh, Scorpion King, of course, is the uh, the offshoot. The um, oh, I can't think of the of the of the right the right word here. Spinoff. That was it. A spinoff from the Mummy series that featured Brendan Fraser, aka Encino Man, if you will, if you're a little bit older like me. Um, yeah. So yeah, the the Rock's first starring role, I believe, was was that he took time off in. I believe 2001 to film this movie. Uh, Scorpion King, I remember 
seeing it on my 18th birthday on April 23rd, 2002. For some reason, I remember that day quite vividly. Uh, I had I had high school. I was in 12th grade, and I got off the bus, and my friend's like, hey, it's your birthday. You want to go see Scorpion King? Uh, me being a giant rock fan? Yep, I did. So uh, my buddy Dave, you know, of Dave's Basement fame in various previous pay-per-view reviews and future ones for, for, for reference. Yeah, my buddy Dave, him and his dad uh, took me out to, to dinner. I think we just had like McDonald's. Back when McDonald's had chicken select strips, uh, which were just, you know, good breaded chicken strips. You know, Trailer Park Boys. Uh, chicken fingers, the fucking good kind. And there's the E for explicit. Which are a far superior thing to the... I'm not a fan of the McNuggets. So when these came out, I was all over them. And after which, you know, we went and saw Scorpion King. Good time. And I had a good I had a good time watching that movie. It's a little cheesy to look back on now, but Ahu Machente. How I still remember that friggin war cry that he said in that movie is is beyond me but yeah the rock and the scorpion king that was that was fun for its time you know the scorpion king appeared in a quick piece and i think in the mummy returns as as a villain or maybe or was this a prequel i i can't i cannot remember it's been a long time since since I've seen Scorpion King, I think it's been since my 18th birthday. Now that I think of it, now me being uh, 36. Holy crap! Has it already been that long? Yikes! A uh, another pick here from uh, from Nate is John Cena in Blockers. I I wrote down The Rock, but I'm looking at the synopsis of of Blockers or Cock Blockers, whatever you want to call that movie. But uh, I don't see The Rock anywhere in it. So I think he meant John Cena or I meant John Cena. I might have just wrote things down wrong. I'm sorry, Nate. And as well, his, one of his other choices is The Rock in Jumanji. Again, I don't watch a lot of film, to be completely honest with you. The, the last movie I actually watched was the... The Breaking Bad movie, and that the name of that uh, El Camino, there it is, yeah, on Netflix is the last movie I watched, and the last movie I saw in theaters was Spider Man Far From Home, like over a year, yeah, over a year ago. I live in the middle of nowhere. I don't have a car, so I don't have ways to get to the theater, and you can't go to the theater now, anyways, which absolutely sucks. Uh, I hate the coronavirus. I hate this pandemic. It's just so it's it's sad, right? And all these things that we love to do, like go to a live anything or go to a movie theater with friends. Hell, going to the bar. I mean, I ate on a patio at a restaurant for the first time in months with my mother last weekend. It was it was nice. It was refreshing. It was hot as balls outside, but you know, I was spending time with my mom. I bought her lunch. We were out chopping and shit so yeah there, there's that all of that was number one so you're, you're gonna see some stuff spaced out here but again 
I, I asked the Patreon chat, and I asked a, another good friend of mine who some of you might actually know, but I'll get I'll get to them in a little bit here. Uh, the number two pick here, I think it's a standalone because uh, it's something that's on my personal list as well, but uh, King Ricky reached out to me here for one, and it is the remake, the 2006 remake of The Longest Yard with, with Adam Sandler. Uh, fun note, that is the last movie I purchased on VHS. What's VHS? You're too young for me then, if you don't know. <laughs> so uh, it is a remake of the, you know, prison guards versus prisoners uh, football game movie starring Burt Reynolds from the 70s, I think. And uh, this one here had a wide range of great actors and wrestlers so we had adam sandler chris rock nelly terry cruz nicholas tutoro tracy morgan burt reynolds uh william fitchner because william fitchner is a bad guy in every movie of course we had you know the uh, obligatory rob schneider cameo and a whole bunch of other people like uh jim rome courtney cox Cloris Leachman? Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in this movie. But your wrestlers in this was a... Whew, it was a killer's row. We had MMA fighter, boxer, wrestler, Bob Sapp. Uh, we had uh, Bill Goldberg. Dallup Singh Rana, a.k.a. The Great Kali. Kevin Nash and Steve Austin both play guards in this movie. And... Because, of course, they do. The the prisoners start messing with their stuff. We have uh, Kevin Nash's steroid pills being replaced with estrogen and him kind of becoming a little bit more emotional and having, you know, my nipples are tender kind of deal here. Uh, very funny. And uh, Bob Sapp makes uh, Steve Austin crap himself because, uh, well, Steve Austin called Nelly the N-word. Uh, never, ever, ever, ever use that word, folks. If you use that <laughs> word, uh, don't speak to me, please. Uh, we, we have here, oh, that all happens. Uh, Bob Sapp just spears him. I think he puts him through like a bench. It's like... I think I made him shit himself. I think he shit himself. Oh man, this guy shit himself big time as they were carrying himself, carrying him off of the uh, the field. Uh, there, there's a scene here where uh, they're talking to Bill Goldberg in the shower, and it's implied that he has a humongous penis. It's like, oh yeah, you can put him. Yeah, you can uh, put him out with that uh, with that small dog. I forget what the line of the movie is. I'm gonna watch that movie tonight. It's funny. Uh, yeah, implied with Bill Goldberg's uh, humongous wang. Uh, Great Kali plays uh, someone I believe is in uh, in solitary. He's very quiet, very violent. Like your uh, uh, like your green. He seems like the quiet Green Mile type, but then it's just uh, he'll scream, scream in your face, and he uh, yeah he puts the the guards out of their misery in here too. I love this movie, and and I loved the 
large amount of wrestlers. Well, Steve Austin played football in high school. Uh, Kevin Nash, I don't know if he dabbled into much football. He was more of a basketball guy. But you had Bob Sapp, who who probably would have played uh, football here. I'm just looking. Uh, I, I don't know. But he has a fight record right now of 24-39-1 in the Ryzen Fighting Federation. Uh, yeah, he's he's best known for his career as a kickboxer. I believe he dabbled in some in some wrestling, maybe in Japan. Uh, but th- this was a very big, like he's bigger than Big E kind of guy, right? He's he's great. Uh, yeah, Turley, uh, the great Kali, an absolute killer. This was a standalone thing just because of the killer's row. As I said, Austin, Nash, Kali, Goldberg, they all played fantastic parts in this movie. Uh, I do recommend this. There is, insert, you know, maybe prob- problematic humor in here. As I said, if you, if you can look past that, watch this movie. I love Adam Sandler. I've had a hard time loving him in recent years. Uh, I think this was the last decent Sandler movie, although I did enjoy I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Uh, the The way it handled gay marriage for a time when it was a hot-button issue, they did tackle it, end up tackling it decently, but there is still some homophobic humor in that one, too. I did, I did like it. I mean, as I, you know, I'm saying here, I am a Christian, and you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll echo what uh, Mance had said in some of his previous things. You know, I believe when Jesus said to love our neighbor, it's like it's love our neighbor, everyone, love our Christian neighbor, love our atheist neighbor, love our gay neighbor, love our non-binary non-binary neighbor, and in, 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 insert everything here we are called to love everyone and that's as preachy as as i am going to get as i go on to my number three which is also from nate uh, and this is batista's appearance in stuber my spy and the guardians of the galaxy slash marvel series and avengers and all that now stuber is a a buddy cop movie i have not seen it it stars uh, Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjani. I definitely uh, butchered that name, but he he is he is mostly known for uh, Silicon Valley, and uh, he is the voice of uh, Prismo on Adventure Time, Franklin and Bash, Newsreaders, The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumali. Uh, and he is also Kingo Sunin in The Eternals, Marvel's The Eternals, an upcoming film of which I know nothing about. I'm going to have to do some research on that. But it's, it's a buddy cop movie, and it sounds like it's right up my alley. I love buddy cop movies, you know, like things like Police Academy and 21 Jump Street. And uh, what's the, Brit- the, the British cop one that's not, that's not Shaun of the Dead? Oh my gosh, that's uh, that's gonna drive me nuts. I'm gonna stop recording to research that. It's hot fuzz. 
I'm stupid. I just watched it for the first time a couple months ago. I love Hot Fuzz. I like that whole trilogy. I'm going to have to see the third one again. It's been a while. That uh, The last something. I forget what that one is. Anyways, so Batista. Uh, as an actor, he is very dry and very, very funny with his dry, dry wit. Especially as as Drax the Destroyer from the Guardians movies, because uh, he is very matter-of-factly, he's very dry, he's very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he doesn't get sarcasm. He's literal. There it is. He's literal. And it's so, so refreshing to see you know that kind of humor come out of someone in a comic book. You know, the, why is Gamora... <laughs> kind of thing and one great uh, quote I, I just actually pulled up from him is uh when you're ugly and someone loves you you know they love you for who you are beautiful people never know who to trust and hey coming from someone who is also ugly <laughs> i respect that i like that uh i'm sorry for all the fans and like the cards going by uh it's been hot as balls up here for the for the past week and now the temperatures are finally cooling off a little bit i got fans going on i got my window open uh, i'm actually right in front of my window where my air conditioner is installed so you're gonna hear that from time to time at least until at least until the fall so sorry about about all that so yeah so batista's roles in all of those and, and my spy i think that's the one where he is like a guard for this little kid or something I apologize, Nate. I'm sorry. As I said, I don't I don't watch a lot of film. So next up here, I have a couple of entries. Number four and number five are both entries from uh, from the Queen Bee themselves, the Kate Murphy. Starting off here with Boy Meets World. Of course, this is uh, the man they call Vader. And of course, yes, Vader, uh, he played the estranged father of uh, Frankie Stacchino Jr., so he would be fr uh, Francis Sr. Uh, he's a large man, you know, who works as a professional wrestler. Uh, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that has trouble keeping kayfabe, and he's trying to stay in and out of character, yelling at people and threatening them with, with physical violence. Uh, yeah, the father of uh, yeah Frankie, as I said, played by Ethan Suppley. No kidding. Yeah, I never watched Boy. I I'm bad at this. I didn't watch Boy Meets World either. I think I was at the wrong age for it. I don't remember when the show came out, but Friday nights I was watching The Simpsons back when The Simpsons used to be on the uh, global or fox lineup on 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 friday along with x-files which i i didn't watch x-files but yeah so originally uh vader's name you know francis his name was leslie uh george feeney uses that to his advantage in the episode thrilla and Phila to make him back down uh he makes another appearance in the episode 16 candles and 400 pound men I think it has something to do with uh, Topanga's Topanga's birthday and the relationship between Frankie Jr. and Frankie Sr. being 
repaired. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Vader in Vader in Boy Meets World is number four, and number five, uh, also from Kate Murphy, is China in Figure It Out. Now, if I have the right one here, Kate. If I don't, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't find any information on this. Well, at least uh, any information on China's appearance. But Figure It Out, a uh, children's panel game show that aired on Nickelodeon from 1997 to 1999. It was revi revi revived, gosh, in 2012. Now, this kind of sounds like your kind of Nickelodeon uh, goo or... If you're up here in Canada, we had uh-oh uh, with the, with all the goo, that kind of show. So, uh, Kate, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't find much on China's appearance here. So, uh, they picked China on Figure It Out. So, I, I imagine China would have had, would have been the WWE at this point in time. So, she would have been, yep. Doing her thing. It is a loose... I'm just reading here. This is a loose adaptation of What's My Line and I've Got a Secret. So imagining China doing that I think would be great. And fantastic pick here. Uh, off of China's appearance here. Uh, Nate once again interjects with China's appearance on Whose Line Is It Anyway. And I just watched about two minutes of it and I just had to stop before I recorded just... Because I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, they use China um, as a living prop. I forget. The, living Scenery is the name of the show. And right now, uh, Ryan Stiles is riding China, who is a snowmobile. And yes, it looks like what you think it looks like. <laughs> uh, I, I loved Whose Line Is It Anyway. Uh, when I was younger, people thought I resembled... Uh, Drew Carey a lot. I used to get called Drew Carey Jr., which I hated at the time, but I'll I'll take it in stride. Living Scenery is a fantastic bit where, you know, you have to use someone as a prop and they can't move, so they're limp, so they're part of the scenery. They're, they're something. So that that is great. Thank you to everyone in the Patreon chat who, uh, who um, chipped in who said all these picks. I apologize for not being familiar with a few of these things, everyone. So uh, I hope that you were able to bear with me. Now, I have my list here as well, but I decided to have a chat with with a good friend, with a good brother. Uh, some of you uh, longtime Russell Attic Radio listeners or contributors might know J-Bone from Smash This Podcast. I believe he used to be on the network uh, when uh, when Ant and Who Got Next and uh, every, and uh, Giacobi were on here. Shout out to all those folks. I hope you're all doing well. Now, uh, from time to time, I have been tuning into and actually moderating the chat on J-Bone's live streams on YouTube. He goes live... Uh, Wednesday nights after Dynamite, and I think Fridays or Saturdays, and I think he might be going on live. Uh, he might be going on live uh, as as I record this, and and also usually after Impact on on Tuesdays. So J Bone's a good brother. Tell him that Fret sent you, and he's another uh, he's another Wisconsin guy, Nate. So there 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 you go. There, ah, 
Man, I, I have a great uh, rapport with Wisconsin. Hopefully someday when all this crap, you know, hits the fan and we can travel again, I'll, I'll head down to Wisconsin for, for a little trip there. So stay tuned for that. So J-Bone, he's, uh, I think he's got a, he's a, a little bit older than I am. He's an old school fan from way back in the day. And he picked Hulk Hogan as Rip Thomas from No Holds Barred. You know, the, the movie that set up uh, the feud between him and Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Zeus. Zeus, who actually appeared in a few bits of wrestling. And this movie is definitely uh, panned by the critics. It is known for the... <laughs> What's that smell? Dookie. Dookie. We also had the No Holds Barred, the match, the movie. So on pay-per-view, they aired a special with the movie and the tag team cage match between Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake defeating Randy Savage and Zeus with Sensational Sherry. And this also had various dark matches that would have been taped uh, at the same time as this match. And these include Dusty Rhodes defeating the Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior retaining the Intercontinental title over Dino Bravo, the Colossal Connection defeating Tag Team Champions Demolition by Countout, Mr. Perfect de defeating Rugged Ronnie Garvin, a.k.a. Rubbish, Ronnie Garbage. Thank you, OSW Review. And the aforementioned uh, cage match. Zeus didn't last long in the WWE after this. Uh, he made an appearance at the main event of WCW Uncensored with the, the match to end Hulkamania or something. I think it was like some kind of stupid tiered cage match with members of the Dungeon of Doom and just... Just, just garbage. Uh, and Roddy Piper and They Live. I believe this is the movie where the I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all on a bubble gum line. Uh, yeah. You know, Hulk Hogan, looking at him today, he, he's a racist. He's an asshole. You have to understand that he was, for people like mine and J-Bone's age, although J-Bone I think has a decade on me, uh, he was the icon. He was the man. And seeing him on the big screen was amazing. It was... The, the guy that we loved to watch on our TVs every week was now in a movie. Like, how many wrestlers do you know they're in a movie? Back then, not very many. And yeah, those are his picks. So I want to give a big shout-out to J-Bone, Smash This Podcast. Go, go on YouTube... Look up his stuff. He's a good brother. He's a great podcaster. And uh, tell, yeah, as I said, tell him that Fretz sent you. Now my list, I'm going to make this really quick because some of them are the same. So number five, Bret Hart on The Simpsons. It was for like one line of dialogue, but for Canada, for me, for being a big Bret Hart fan, uh, I'm not sorry, Will. Um, it's like... This place has got old man stink. Like, ooh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sure you have an enchanting musk. It's like, uh, excuse me, uh, can I keep this painting of myself? 
why would I want a painting of a scrawny pencil neck geek? And uh, it's like, you wouldn't be the only pro wrestler in this neighborhood, Mr. Hitman. The Shrieking Sheik lives three doors away. <laughs> I love The Simpsons. That was like Bret Hart's only line of dialogue in the show, but it made Bret Hart and Bart Simpson were on the cover of WWE magazine in 97. To me, that was huge. Two of my, you know, most beloved pop culture icons are right there. And it was, it was good. Uh, echoing off of the previous picks here for number two and number three are Batista and Guardians of the Galaxy as, as Drax. And the longest yard just for the slew of wrestlers that were in that movie. And my number four is another Hulk Hogan one. Or my number two, whatever. And that's Hulk Hogan in Rocky Three as Thunderlips. Now, it was a pretty brief cameo, I think it was, but I like I loved Rocky. Rocky was one of the first, like, vi- I want to say violent movies that I ever saw. And it was cool. Like, Hulk Hogan, and for once, Hulk Hogan was playing the bad guy. And that's not something we got to see until, well... 96. I mean, yeah, Hogan played a bad guy in the early 80s, managed by, I think, Jimmy Valiant. And then he went away to the AWA and then came back to the WWE as the biggest star in the history of the business, arguably. We wouldn't see him as a bad guy until the NWO. Now, my favorite one is one that I'm surprised that nobody actually talked about. But mine is Randy, Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy, of course, plays uh, Bonesaw McGraw in the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. You, know, you got three minutes in the cage. Hey, freak show, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Bonesaw, ooh, yeah. Oh, I flipped out. When I saw that in theaters. Randy Savage. Only the Macho Man could pull off being the wrestler that uh, the human spider uh, would <laughs> would try to take down. I didn't sign up for a cage match. Uh, I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Minus the third one. We can go ahead and delete that maybe that's something i can hey if i could fantasy book a movie that would be one of them nate are you listening (laughs) and of course you know randy savage would also have a couple of appearances on another show well two other shows he had an appearance on a late late episode of of king of the hill uh bill Bill, Bulk, and the Body Buddies were uh, Bill, uh, season 11. He was um, come, having an upcoming army physical. Uh, however, because he was an army barber, he is severely out of shape. And you know what? Uh, they were just kind of letting him go. And be like, oh, he, whatever. So Hank... Hank and the gang pitch in to help Bill get into shape, uh, finding uh, some used gym equipment. And, uh, yeah, anyways, he befriends some people at, the, at this makefish, at this gym, or he make uh, makes friends with some of these people somewhere. 
Any meets bodybuilders, coach and gorilla. Now gorilla is of course played by by my macho man. You know, big fellas like you know, no agony, no bragony. Then he flexes in front of Luann, and Luann's like, ah, his arm is having a heart attack. <laughs> and there was just one, one uh, side gag, some cutaway gag in Family Guy that he was a part of, and it was uh, Peter and Chris were at the wrestling show, and it's like, I must be a go-hog, because all I see is a bunch of hicks. Boo! Oh, you take that back, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh, doesn't he make you so mad you want to hit him? Uh, not, not him, because he's kind of big. Now, don't you want to hit hit that guy? No, not that guy, because he's kind of big. Don't you want to, doesn't it make you so mad you want to hit his kid? Boom! <laughs> Throws a friggin' beer at the kid. Yeah, so that's this special edition of Francis Faye 5 episode. I've done 20 of these already. It's outrageous. It's hard to believe. I'm probably getting close to the 70s or the 80s on the Fretzelmania feed overall. So once I find out my numbers, uh, might do something special for number 100. So, <laughs> you'll have to wait and see for that. Uh, <clears throat> elsewhere, uh, the 20 ball salute for July 2000 is already out. I think I recorded it like on the second day of the month. That way it's completely out of the way. Next month, August 2000, is uh, SummerSlam 2000. Not only am I reviewing it on the 20 Ball Salute, but I believe Nate and I are covering it on uh, on the Game Changer podcast. Gosh, I can't I can't think right now. So that's been it. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I have a few things in the old brain I might start bringing to life on here, pending that I have the time. Uh, it's it's the busy season, despite the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I think we're about to hit phase three. Uh, don't quote me on that, but we're a little bit busy. You know, uh, the the beach is is busy. It's not packed. Everyone's spaced out and social distancing. <sighs> so yeah, that has been Fretz's phase five. Uh, as I said, follow me on Twitter, Real Effing Game. Follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle. Thank you to everyone who uh, contributed to to the Fave Five this this week. Uh, Jermaine, Nate, Ricky, Kate. Uh, every uh, I think I was who else was that? Mance, were you? Were we, were we talking? I can't remember, but everyone else. I mean, everyone in general. Thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna hit you guys up for for future future ideas and for future contrib contributions. There's the word, man. I can almost not speak. I'm I'm tired. Thank you very much, everybody. God bless you. I love you. Too sweet.